Greetings, pros. Hello, humans. Don't say that, <laughs> by the way. Uh, I want you to know that I have trained a couple of people to go professional <laughs> humans. Well, that, that works, I guess, if you're into that sort of thing. I like shortening words because I can say more of them in any given span of time. Less is more. Agree to disagree. I wanted to thank everyone for all the ratings and reviews on iTunes. I know it's a slog and you have to hear me talk about it all the time. Um, but I'd like to invite Stitcher listeners out there to do the same. Ratings and reviews help other people get clued in to the professional human's message. Basically, the more you share and review, the more humans will be able to reach. So thanks again for your support and keep it up. I have an announcement to make. What? 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 Don't act surprised. You know what it is. Uh, we have well, we have an announcement to make, but I will deliver it. Mm-hmm. It's that we are planning an out of state episode, mm-hmm. the first of maybe more episodes that are conducted out of state. But we're planning a trip in February to California to the Bay Area. And we will be interviewing our good friend, Amy Bailey, Mm -hmm. about managing people who are your friends. Oh, that's a good one. It's a really good one. And I think that Amy Bailey and I have, we've worked together in the past and Mm -hmm. we've taken turns managing each other. I'm pretty sure, I don't remember for sure, but I think we were at various points bosses of each other so we kind of had to figure out managing your friends uh and then have had to figure that out in many other cases because ideally you like your co-workers yeah do you, did you two have epic rap battles at any point uh no okay we don't nope okay well it was just you know it's mm. a question i have yeah not much of a rapper okay gift or otherwise <laughs> Uh, So super excited about that conversation with Amy Bailey of California, USA. Earth. Earth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, uh, that's all I got. Subscribe. (laughs) Do things. Obey. Listen up. (laughs) All right. Um, And now for the moment you've all been waiting for, three, two, one. Go. Let's go to the interview. So should we get started? Yeah. Okay. Hi, AJ. Hi, Ellie. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm well, thanks. Good. Uh, so, AJ, you are an entrepreneur by trade. That's accurate. I counted, and you have had the, the job title founding partner in your resume since grunge was a thing. Indeed. I don't know if you want me to say how many years that is. Uh, more than 10. It is more than 10. Grunge is still a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. It is, the grunge thing. I know I remember when I was starting my first company, listening to bands like, I mean, even Dada. Remember that band? I do remember yeah, Dada. exactly. So, yeah, we go back a ways. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what you're doing now? So today, I'm part of an organization called Go-Kart Labs. Never heard of it. No, it's a brand new thing to a lot of people. Uh, no, Go-Kart's been around for um, about six and a half years now. Seven years in April. We're up to about 50 people. 
which is as big as I've ever been as an entrepreneur in terms of the number of people in the organization I'm associated with. And it's great because we're starting to have this national reputation and renown and reaching beyond just doing work in the uh, local area, which is fantastic. Awesome. Mm-hmm. When I asked you what you wanted to talk about today, you said, I want to talk about being unemployable. Mm-hmm. And I just want you to know that I looked that word up. Okay. This, fair listeners, is the part of the show where Dobby walks all over our audio. It was so bad we couldn't keep a part of it in. We're working on a little feature that's a standard Dobby messed this part up for us segment, but I think we've come a long way in wrangling him since we recorded with AJ. We'll also link in the show notes the definition Ellie was working with, uh, so you have that if you want. Now, back to the discussion. And... Scene. <laughs> I don't know when you will learn that that means it's over. <laughs> Maybe the same time I learn what in the can means. Uh, I think we might need to redefine unemployable for you because you said that you are, but I looked it up and I'm gonna. Here's what it means. Okay. In the in the in the internet dictionary. Uh, it means. In the dictionary of the internet. <laughs> means not able or likely to get paid employment especially because of a lack of skills or qualifications hmm and i'm sorry but that doesn't sound like you in any way okay uh when i think i guess i guess when i say unemployable uh it has to do with my own terms okay does that seem accurate yeah so you're um what they call psychologically unemployable okay that works which I think means I want to be an entrepreneur and, st- and be my own boss. And, and maybe it's not even being my own boss as much as this idea that being employed, uh, that idea of drawing a, a wage or a salary of some kind to provide X, to me that's sort of, here's the list of tasks, here's the list, and when you check off all the boxes, then you've done your job. Mm-hmm. And then that, you can get your check. Exactly. Where I see um, that that idea of employment, and I'm and I'm doing your air quote thing right now. Okay. We're not on. on <laughs> Those the, are up really high. It's super high. Yeah. Um, it's more about the individual providing value and then being compensated for that value. Mm. And it's not about jobs that need to be like tasks that need to be checked off. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's what are you bringing to the world. To, um, What's your contribution? Yep. In the case of, as I think about Go-Kart Labs, we're here to improve human experiences uh, via the digital space. Yep. And so we all have uh, things that we do to contribute in our thinking, our ideas, the culture, our values. We've talked about a little bit about that in the past uh, on this show, or you have rather. Um, but you it's can not. Say we, you're part of the. Okay, you're part of the team now. So, but it's not about. Um, just waking up in the morning and here are my here's my list and I have to check the boxes. Got it. What are you most excited about contributing to GoCart? Um, I th- I think the things that get me excited really are about hearing snippets of ideas, um, both from inside of GoCart Labs and outside, whether they be other partners or clients or entrepreneurs or startups that are coming to us. And 
seeing how we can connect different ideas and create inspiration and provide a, a platform, if you will, to see the light of day for those ideas. Mm -hmm. That really gets me excited because there are so many great ideas out there and the difference between the ideas that happen and those that don't have a lot to do with execution on the ideas. Mm -hmm. And if you don't mm -hmm. have a platform for sharing those ideas and enrolling others to get excited about it to the point where you have a group of people that want to contribute, those ideas never happen. Right. And I think that's something that um, I'm pretty good at. So in a lot of the, the snooping around that I've done, uh, the people that uh, are truly unemployable, meaning they can't, they can't um, get paid for the skills that they have or don't have any skills to get paid, um, that is something that they absolutely want to change about your, themselves. That they need to, they can't, they're homeless, they can't get by, they can't feed their kids, whatever. This, your version of un unemployable seems like something that you are fond of. You're not trying to change. Is that true? Or would you change it if you could? No, I think it's true. I think I've, I've spent my, the bulk of my um, adult employable life in a place where where I wouldn't, uh, by unemployable, it's almost uh, like applying for a job that's posted where I have mm -hmm. to meet, you know, here are the criteria, here are the skill sets. I don't know that I, there's many jobs out there where I, I meet something like that exactly. And a posted job with a title of here are the responsibilities and here's the role seems to me a bit too uh, limiting. Narrow. Right. Yeah. Right. Where having that freedom to connect with people and start things and lead things, um, that's, uh, I guess, more my jam for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it seems like, uh, it doesn't seem like, it is like you have created a company where um, that's kind of the expectation. There's a job description and there's a set of, you know, there's interview questions and there's some core expectations that are met, but it's never, it's always, well, this is the, like the bare minimum, the baseline that you should do here. This is more um, on, uh, to help you understand what your role is about than uh, the sum total of things you will do here. Because once you get in the door, it's what else do you want to do? What else can you improve or change or teach us or learn or, or whatever? So it seems like you have um, built, uh, built the culture that way. So has it been like that since day one? Uh, that's, I missed out on the first three sure. and a half years. <clears throat> that's certainly how we started the whole thing. Right. It was um, we, and, and by we I mean my business partner Don Smith Meyer. Mm -hmm. When we started uh, Go Kart, we had worked in organizations and had clients uh, that operated in a way that were tended to be more like the everyone has a narrow job description, and if it, something felt fell outside of that description. There was a sense of, well, that's not my job, so... And then you get that sort of bewildered look. And we didn't want to create anything <laughs> even close to that, where it was, uh, no, in fact, uh, that baseline is just the foot in the door. Yeah. Um, that means you get the, to be here. And, and it's a very broad stroke of, I have skills that lend themselves towards development, or strategy, or writing, or account... Uh, you know, services or design, whatever, whatever it happens to be, that's the bare minimum for mm -hmm. sure. Beyond that, it's 
matching up with the core values that came a little bit later when you were part of that whole exercise. Um, but that idea of curiosity and, and teaching your people that you come to work with every day uh, something new about the world, working, living, whatever it happens to be. If you could hire yourself for any job, what would it be? Tell me more about what you mean by job. If you could hire yourself for any thing that you have to wake up and do every day. Okay. If, to if, support yourself. Yep. Like it, cartoonist or whatever. <laughs> like like that kind of whatever or anything a go-kart, I guess. Anything like, what's in the, the world. Boundary? Yeah, so I, I think that not only is it what I am uh, the best at, uh, but it's also what I really like doing, so I'm lucky that those two things match up. Mm-hmm. And that is hearing about somebody's idea or passion and um, building momentum, excitement, inspiration behind that idea, enrolling other people, mm-hmm. be it designers, strategists, uh, writers, developers, to execute on that thing, whatever what happens to be, mm-hmm. and, and seeing it happen. Hmm. So it's like a the supportive mentoring version of a venture capitalist kind of yeah without bringing the money it's, it's bringing the energy right yep you don't even need money when you have energy that's not true you totally need money every day you could turn that energy into money <laughs> you're weird okay <laughs> i would say though that people that have money tend not to invest in things that have the wrong energy yes i would agree with that uh we've been learning this from alex bloomberg I don't know if you listen to the startup podcast, I don't. but he talks about that a lot. We're a little, I am a little bit obsessed. So I think Josh is starting to get obsessed with it too. No. Yeah. You're, <laughs> no. He talks about talking to, even... talking to the venture capitalists and he goes back later and asks people why they invested in his company. And it's always about who the, who he was as a person, like what he had to, it wasn't about his business idea it wasn't about his his revenue plan or any of that. I mean, that, that factored into their consideration, but it all came down to you wake up in the morning thinking about this thing and go to sleep at night when you do go to sleep thinking about this thing, and you're going to make this happen regardless. And I, I don't think there's a single um, successful entrepreneur out there or someone who invests in other entrepreneurs who hasn't seen whatever idea pivot many many times you're good at finding those people and seeing that in people how do you what do you look for curiosity that idea of being a fighter Mm -hmm. and this is um, something that i've noticed lately when i've been interviewing for new positions at Uh go-kart where man somebody can have all of the right core values really believe really want to be a part of an organization like go-kart labs but there has to be that element of a fighter in them. Yeah. That they are willing to draw the line, fight for what they believe in, be convinced otherwise in some cases, mm-hmm. fight respectfully, obviously, but have a strong point of view and be willing to push that forward. And pursue it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That that is really hard to get across in an interview. Or you could just ask someone directly, tell me the last, last time you fought for something What's the last that you, you believed for? in. So I read a lot of blog posts and I listened to some, some other podcasts and, and just kind of generally 
looked through some articles about people who, other people who say that they are unemployable or psychologically unemployable, and so much of the time it was that they just didn't want to have a job that sucks, and that's what it kind of came down to, and I am wondering if there, like, are there just so few jobs that are meaningful to people that that's the, that's kind of what we're evolving to. Like, is it, it doesn't seem like, it seems like it's an epidemic that people don't want to be in this environment. And what it's saying to me is that it's not the, it's not us that need to change. It's the companies that need to change. Potentially. I think there's a couple of ways of looking at that. One goes back to your recent episode around mindfulness Mm -hmm. and this idea of let's start with being mindful about brushing our teeth. Right. And if you... I still can't do it. Okay. Well, if you really focus... If you really focus on the brushing of the teeth and that's all you're focused on and that idea of a job worth doing is a job worth doing well, mm-hmm. um, you can get, take great satisfaction knowing, man, I hit every tooth, every surface of my teeth and that was great and there's satisfaction that comes from that. Um, I don't think many people are able to draw satisfaction from checking off all the boxes on the list and knowing that they did all of those things really, really well, and that sort of intrinsic value that they receive from that, there's, I think more people want that external validation of you have a great job, you work for a great company, Mm -hmm. you're producing something fantastic, you're doing good in the world. I think that's kind of what you're talking about. And so um, when you have brands and companies out there who are clear about their purpose and why they're doing what they're doing, Mm -hmm. this is a reason to believe. And so employees can say, yeah, I'm a part of an organization that is doing X in the world to make the world better in whatever reason Mm -hmm. or whatever way. When those purposes are not clearly expressed, people wonder, why am I even doing this? Why am I waking Mm -hmm. up every day and making... Uh, you know, high fructose corn syrup based fizzy water. I have no idea, <laughs> you know, just as an example. Um, well, so, yeah. And I, I think, so to, to what you were saying earlier, I feel like pretty much everyone wants to kind of feel like they're an entrepreneur. Like they have, they don't have a list of widgets that they need to make or boxes to check off. They want to say, this is, this is my craft. This is what I do and be rewarded for that. And I think it it all kind of stems down, you know, back to pre-industrial revolution. Like, we didn't have companies and corporations all over the place. Like, you went and you worked with an artisan or, or on your family land or whatever, and you learned your trade, and then you went forward, and in your area, you were the guy for that. Like, and you got heaps and heaps of respect or whatever or just you know small heaps of respect for whatever it is that you did and you were an artisan or a craftsperson in that trade and we've sort of gone away from that and it's those companies are huge yeah i'm phil in accounting you don't really know what he does on a daily basis he's just there and he shows up and he presumably looks at enough spreadsheets in a day and then goes home and that's it. Like so, I think we've the things that you do at GoCard are the things that we do at, at Code Forty Two. It's you are this this entity here, and y- if you do a great job, you're going to get 
lauded for it. And it's not necessarily check off all of these boxes in a list and then you're you're able to, to go for the day. I think for those companies who um, provide the space for anyone to step forward and say, um, I have a better idea. I have a new way of doing something. Mm-hmm. I have a different way of doing something. Have we thought about this? Just to be heard and mm-hmm. your opinion to be considered and potentially uh, that can lead to great things mm-hmm. or it, it doesn't, but but to be told, no, you don't matter, your opinion doesn't matter, Shh, be quiet, sit down, check off those boxes, mm-hmm. that, that I don't think many people want to live that kind of life. Yeah, and that's eventually what, what led to me leaving the, the B word, Best Buy or whatever. BB. 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 That's what led me to leave <clears throat> BB. Well, and I think that's why so many of us are um, at Go-Kart Labs. We all have our experiences in the past working for organizations uh, directly or even indirectly where there wasn't freedom to uh, explore the unknown. And that's where some of our core values come from, that idea of fearless exploration. Mm-hmm. And even this idea of, of balance. Uh, there have been roles in the past where I think many of the people that Agocarp that now would even talk about how, well, my life didn't matter. This gets to the core value of balance. Mm-hmm. And I was told, nope, we have to deliver X, Y, and Z by this date. And it doesn't matter that you have a life and you have a family and you have kids or anything like that. You have to deliver, you know, because the contract says so or whatever it mm-hmm. happens to be. That's interesting because it doesn't, um, but I feel like I have to try to get people to work on <clears throat> More often than not, I'm telling people, I don't think you should work on Saturday. Yes, um, there's that. Are you saying it was before? No, no, I'm, I guess I'm talking sort of in general. I mean, I have my own experience, uh, you know, because I wasn't even pre-grunge. Uh, AJ from the first entrepreneurial thing that I did. <laughs> when you were still into the 80s. Right. Pop collar. Um, well, no, I mean, I worked in the advertising world. Mm-hmm. And um, there were situations that would arise where I knew um, at the beginning of a week, Oh, sure. Something that was coming down, you know, from another department that these tasks had to be done. And they could have arrived on Tuesday afternoon, given me all of Wednesday and Thursday and Friday to execute on those things. And I'd go home and spend the weekend, you know, living my life. Mm -hmm. But it wouldn't be until maybe Friday afternoon, three, four o'clock, where like, yeah, here's the stuff that needs to be done. And this has to be delivered by, you know, Monday at 10 a.m leaving me the weekend no choice but to work all weekend i had no choice in the matter Mm -hmm. um that's different than you know hey we have all this work to be done Um, i'm really excited about it i'd like to do this nobody's telling somebody they have to do something but they want to do it right Um, but i do agree with you ellie that People should take a break. I like to call it the art of the pause. I don't know if you've heard that one for a while yeah. uh, at Go-Kart, but I'd like to bring it back more often. That when you force yourself to stop and do nothing for some time. I mean, this is related to meditation and mindfulness. Oh, you mean like vacation? No, I'm not even talking about vacation. I'm talking about Saturday. taking a half a day in the middle of the week or an hour on a Tuesday and just being quiet for a bit Mm -hmm. and letting your brain think about what it is that you have going on. 
And certainly if you're filling up every waking hour with work, you're just being busy. That's not being mindful. It's not. And it's not productive. And you'll end up producing, <laughs> I think, in the end, less work and of lesser quality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agree. I, yep, I agree with that. I had a, a tough week. I had a tough week last week. But I went to yoga four times during the week. And I think it would have gone really, really differently if I hadn't taken those breaks for myself. Good job on doing that. And every time I would go, I'd like, I could really, you know, I could answer some emails in this time. And, and I, I just went anyway. And it, it kept me balanced all week. And I stayed like, calm and focused. And it um, super helpful. You should share that with more people. Mm-hmm. Well, we're on the internet. Yeah, with this episode, I just said point those point those people at prohumanspodcast.com or prohumans.com. Here's one thing that I I'm going to change gears. There's one thing that I found that that made me made me really angry, and I don't know I don't know if it matters or not. All of these people that have said I don't want to have a job at a place and check the boxes. I'm going to go do my own thing. There are so many of them that create websites about how to not have a job and they're basically <laughs> they're basically teaching each other to do nothing and they're paying each other just to do nothing so I'm like how like all the websites are about how to create a website about not doing anything and I don't understand it they're not that's not better no the purpose isn't there there's it's just I get to stay home and talk about crap, and there's no there's no great reason for it. It seems more about distraction and escape than it does contributing. Um, I think it does come down to this idea of not how do I make myself better or enjoy my life better, but how am I improving human experiences? Mm-hmm. Someone else in the world, whatever their life phase might be, you're helping them with that experience to be better in some way that's purpose yep and it's really really broad and intentionally so because you could be in healthcare, you could be in education you can be in lots of things and and sort of still adhere to that definition Mm -hmm. yep okay you started a business almost seven years ago if you could go back and change a couple of the decisions or paths that you set out on at that time, given what you know now, what is there anything that you would do differently? Like, would you give yourself a different role in that company? Would you make other decisions? I think sooner in the company, we would have hired uh, more people to stand up the practice areas. Oh, sure. What we did do is hired developers and designers and account people and some project managers, but it wasn't until maybe two to three years into it that we started saying, okay, now let's hire someone who's going to lead each of the practice areas. It takes a long time to kind of get that mix right, but once we did, and I would say this was probably, you know, three years ago, once we kind of landed on that mix of uh, the right personalities and talents, to lead those practice areas, the whole thing just started moving forward in a way that uh, we couldn't have imagined. Mm -hmm. 
What has been uh, really striking to me is that when we set our intentions on something as a company, it starts to happen. Yep. It's amazing. Almost as soon as we say it out loud together, we, it happens. Yeah. Be bold and, and tell everybody. And yeah. once you do that... <laughs> Put it in the calendar and then you have to do it. We believe it. <laughs> we believe it. The random question jar. Do I get to dig around and grab one? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, you get to dig around and, right. and grab one. <laughs> and then you get to add a question to the jar when you're done. Any limits to the question? No. Give me any old question. You choose your own limits here. Nice. The question I chose, randomly from the jar. Just now. How do you, <laughs> how do you motivate yourself to try new things at work? Uh, the motivation side of it comes from changing my environment. And so what I try to do is go have coffee with people, get out of the office. Sometimes it's travel, just to meet new people, see new situations. Sometimes it's whiskey. Sometimes it's whiskey, sometimes it's coffee, and any of those things in between. Paddleboarding? Uh, I haven't done that. Oh, well, we'll have to try it next There you go. Summer. That'd be good. Um, so that sort of is the uh, impetus for new ideas and new situations, and then that generates ideas, a new way of working, a new thought, whatever it happens to be. But then there's that, how do you now try those new things? And that becomes a question of permission. And if you work in an environment, and I think we're lucky enough to have that at Go-Kart Labs, where we have this core value that includes making mistakes you know, fearless exploration, it's not only about exploring, but it's it's being able to take risks and, and failing in some cases. Mm-hmm. So permission. having the permission to fail actually makes it much easier to try those new things. Sometimes it's not asking permission, it's asking forgiveness. Often that is the case. <laughs> yes. Or That's my approach. Or it's when you fail, ask, it's not, it's not even apologizing. You don't even have to apologize. Just say, how I tried this. How fascinating. Here's what I learned. And the next time, we'll know even more. That's right. Awesome. There you have it. Thanks, Applejack. You're welcome. That was fun. (laughs) Uh, Listeners, Applejack is the name that my daughter gave AJ when he wouldn't tell her what his initials stand for. So it's an an elongation of his very short nickname. Perfect. (laughs) I dig it. Thanks for being here tonight. Yeah. Anytime. And scene. That's what you say when it's starting. No, it's the end. It's the end. Thanks again for listening, humans. As always, you can find us on Twitter, at ProHumans, on our Facebook page, ProHumans Podcast, on SoundCloud at SoundCloud.com slash ProHumans, Stitcher at ProHumans, or go the easy route and log on to ProHumans.com where you can find all that stuff and more. This is Danger wishing you a professional week.